to the front. Hi, everybody. <laughs> um, so this is my story. I was raised in a Christian home. I knew all the Bible stories. I had Christian education, but it was all knowledge-based, how to follow the rules. I never felt connected to Christ. I'm not even going to make it through the first paragraph. <laughs> um, I always wanted what others had when I'd see the peace they had surrounding them, but I didn't know how to get it. I remember a group of youth praying over me on a trip home from some event after I had said I wanted the Holy Spirit to dwell in me. Prayer seemed to last an eternity. You're good. Okay. <laughs> to the point where I felt so uncomfortable, I faked speaking in tongues just to get the praying to stop. Okay, I practiced this all week. <laughs> How could God deny me when what I wanted was what I thought he would want? I think that's when I started to think there was something wrong with me. I felt unloved and unwanted. I had many doubts about my faith. And when I asked questions in church classes, I was reprimanded. I gave up asking and started to respond with what I was told were the right answers. I had come to the point where I doubted everything I had ever believed. Then I met Dan. Here was a guy who finally genuinely cared about me, who loved me. He asked me questions about Christianity that I could not answer because I had the same questions. At the time, I belonged to a church that did profession of faith. I went into that final meeting with the elders to say that I did not feel ready to make profession of faith. I was told that I was ready and I should still go through with it, so I did because that was the right thing to do. A few weeks later, while the church was participating in the Lord's Supper, I got up and walked out. I had had enough of playing church. I felt God didn't want me. Christian boys showed no interest in me, interest in me but here was Dan who accepted me for who I was. Shortly after, I moved in with Dan. I was happy, but still always felt like something was missing. I would go to different churches here and there, but never the same place twice. And these visits became further and further apart until they stopped altogether. When we had our first daughter, Riley, I was giving her a bath when the words, I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit popped into my head. It was then that I realized that I wasn't done with God and that I wanted my children to be raised with him in their lives. Some of this was still the thought of, well, if this is all true, then I don't want to, to condemn my children to hell. <laughs> Dan never discouraged me from going to church. The only thing he had said to me was that he didn't want our children baptized as infants. He wanted it to be their choice. So I joined a local Baptist church because it was conveniently located and it didn't do infant baptism. The people were very friendly and welcoming. I had found a place to fit in. I started going through the ritual of being a Christian again. It was there that I started searching for more, but it still was just knowledge-based seeking. So many times I would leave unsatisfied. Baptism was discussed, but it felt more like a club you joined. You could only be a member if you'd been baptized as an adult. 
I didn't feel like this was the right reason to be baptized again. The church was small, and there weren't many other children there, so when my girls asked to go to Kingsway after they had joined the youth group here, I agreed. It was here that I was once again connected to those people that just seemed to have such peace and love in their lives. I wanted that. I craved that. I had spent so many years struggling. I just wanted peace. I joined the Bible study groups. I don't remember which one I started with, but it was during these studies by Kate Arthur that book by book, I slowly realized what I was lacking was that personal relationship with Jesus. That verse in James 2 verse 19 that says, even the demons know Jesus, made me realize that yes, I could know of Jesus, I could spout, out, spout off everything I knew about him, but that didn't get me any closer to salvation because that's not what he asks of me. He asks us to follow him. He wants me to have a relationship with him. Mark's sermon, it's not about them, I'm asking you, was the final thing I needed to hear. I've been feeling the pull to be baptized for over a year, but I kept coming up with excuses. I worried about my family wondering why I didn't think my infant baptism was enough. I worried about what Dan and others would think, that if I got baptized, people would be looking for ways I had changed. I worried about messing up afterwards. What if I wasn't really ready? I knew that I could never be good enough on my own. That's the whole part of needing a savior. But I still wanted to be good enough before I got baptized because I wanted to be able to show a change in myself. It's taken me forever to clue in that I will never be good enough. It doesn't matter what others think. It only matters what Jesus thinks. And he sees me as I was meant to be. He was willing to become human, to be my kinsman redeemer. He knew that he would have to suffer and die, but he thought I was worth it. How can I refuse a sacrifice like that? I still worry about all the what-ifs, but I'm learning to trust God with the what-ifs and do what Jesus is asking me to do, follow him. I just want to follow him. You might, uh, if you're not familiar with baptism like this, why would we dunk somebody in water? That just seems odd. It's like having a bath in front of a whole bunch of people. But Jesus, he just simply said, you know, I, I want you to come follow me. And whoever believes in me, whoever trusts in me and is baptized, they will be saved. And so it's this one step of saying, God, we, we, we're not living by our own standards or for our own ways anymore. We just simply want to follow you. And if this is part of following you, then we would gladly take that step. You're our Lord. We are not. So, Janet. You believe that Jesus is God and that he died for your sins and to forgive you of your sins. Do you believe that he rose from the dead and that you'll live in eternity with him forever as a result? Yes. And have you decided to follow him with the rest of your life? There you go. You guys get to say it. <laughs> 